0: Father, yes. cares about us and loves us. Amen. Yes. Praise God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Going to read a portion of scripture here tonight, Psalms 100. And we will look at verse 4 tonight. Praise God. Scripture there says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Amen. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. I want to focus on this word here tonight. I will enter his gates. Gates. Gates is a passage. <clears throat> Whenever there you think of a gate, it is an entrance to another place. Why? Because it's transitional. It is it separates one thing from another. It, if you are on the inside of the gate, then of course you're on the inside. If you're on the outside of the gate, it's profound, right? You're outside. And so the gate God is referring to here in Psalms chapter 104 is the gate of thanksgiving. If you want to enter into the gates, God's courts, then you have to go through the gates of thanksgiving. Have you ever noticed that ungrateful people, unthankful people, seldom ever have anything in life? They seemingly remain in the same place, never experiencing change, year after year, they're complaining, they're murmuring, they're speaking negative words, they're judgmental, they criticize everyone and everything, and these things produce fruit. All seed produces fruit, good and bad. Right? And so it's just, it produces fruit, but it doesn't produce the kind of fruit that you're going to enjoy. And none of these things cause positive change. So being unthankful doesn't take anyone through the gates and the courts of God. Worry and doubt, being cynical and unbelief and self-pity, it will all usher us uh, through the gates of trouble. And not the gates of God. Amen. Amen. And not even prayer and positive confession will take us through the gates. There's only one thing. that Only one thing alone. And that, that will take us through the gates. And it is called Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving changes everything. Thanksgiving changes everything. The things around us, but it also changes us. It transforms our minds till we begin to think on things that are pure and holy and of value and of virtue and of a good report. And when we think upon these things, then we become thankful ourselves. And when we become thankful, it takes us from one place into another. It takes us from where we are and opens another gate to cause us to be able to go into, if you will, another level or another place. It'll cause, when we are able to give God thanks and give Him praise, it will cause us to go where we have been locked out of. (coughs) Have you ever been in a position where, there, that you, where you wanted to go, you were on the outside of the gate. <coughs> and you had a couple of choices. You could remain where you were or you could find the key that unlocked the gate. Right? And... Even though there may be thousands of keys, there would be only one key that would open this gate. And so it is in this, in when we are talking about the things of God, we have to have an a attitude of gratitude. We have to have a, a heart of thanksgiving. Be thankful for what we have. And I believe that there is something that all of us can be thankful for. We may all be dealing with different things and we may, give, we may share our stories one with another. And, <coughs> and we may feel like that we are in a situation where that we can't give thanks at the moment or at the time. But if we just talk to somebody else here tonight... They would have a story that that we would agree that we don't want, even though that we may be dealing with our lot in life, that that we don't want to exchange lives. That we will be thankful for where we are and thankful for what is going on. Because, you see, we come to an understanding that even though life has happened to us, that there is still one thing that remains, and that is that we have a good father that He is a gracious God, that He is compassionate and full of mercy, and He looks upon us and He loves us with an everlasting love. And no matter what is going on in our lives, we can look and we can say, Father, we are thankful for You. We are thankful for what You have done. We thank You for Your grace, Your mercy, and Your provisions for our life. If you believe that, give Him praise tonight. I believe that if we can thank him for where we are then he will take us to where we want to go. I want to say that again. If we can thank him for where we are then he will take us where we want to go. Some people say well whenever I get there I'll praise God. Right? Some people say whenever I get this job. And when I make this amount of money. Then I'll I'll tithe or I'll give to the Lord. No you won't. If you can't give God a dollar when you made ten. You sure enough ain't going to give him ten when you made a hundred. Amen. Amen. If we can't praise him where we're at, how are we going to shout when he takes us through the gate? When he provides for us, we've got to thank him for the small things. we got to be grateful and thankful for where we are right now. Amen? Amen? Think about it over your life, how the Lord has blessed. Think about where you've been, you know. Renee and I have been blessed and but uh, you know we, I remember whenever we thought we was doing something when we could go to, to um, Dairy Queen after Sunday night church man we done hit it it was big time amen, amen. So whenever we first started pastoring we'd uh, eat at the house all the time and uh, on Sunday night we had we had um, rice. What kind of rice was that? It was good. It was good rice. <laughs> you know, you put it in a bowl and water, and you boil it for five minutes. It's, yeah, glory to God. And then <clears throat> then we got us a can of uh, some kind of stew. What was that stew? Chunky soup. Yeah. And so she'd get a bag of rice, I'd get a bag of rice, and we'd split that chunky soup. That was Sunday night after church. Amen. Amen. And uh, thank God for those days. Thank God for those days. But when you think back over your life, the reason why I say that is because when you think back over your life, some people look at you today and what you may have or don't have, and they say, look at all that. But you didn't always have what you got now. You didn't, you come, you, you, you've been through some things. You've gone through some stuff, and everybody's done that, right? right. And, and we go through those, but you have to learn how to be thankful for the, the rice and chunky soup. Before you can go to Dairy Queen. Amen. And just be grateful. Be thankful. Because the reality of it is there's somewhere some folks don't have chunky soup and rice. Amen. And the reality of it is, is I've come to this conclusion. You all know I'm not a world traveler, but I've traveled some. And in the third world countries, if you, you haven't seen anybody thankful and, w- and a heart of gratitude until you've been to a third world country. Yeah. And they don't even ha- need cabinets in their house because they don't have nothing to store up. Yeah. They don't have, you know, cars to drive. They don't have a, a house, you know, a fine house because they have to build, what they build they have to pay for as they go. And, and But you talk about people that are thankful. It's those people right there. Amen. Amen. They got a smile on their face. Yeah. They're happy as they can be. They're full of joy and excitement. Amen. And, and, and it, it isn't because they have all of this, that, or the other. But, and they're not even looking to get something from you. It's just they've learned how to be thankful for what they've got. Amen. Amen. And so if you're tired of mediocrity and just getting through life, then just try being thankful. If you feel like you aren't progressing, increasing, moving forward, then open up the gates of thanksgiving in your life. Just begin to be thankful. Look for something to be thankful for. Look for something to be thankful for. Thankful that your kids aren't in the hospital. Thankful that you got life, health, and strength. Be thankful for for the car you have or the place that you bed, the place you've got to sleep. Whatever it is, because the, you see, I, I, even in, in your workplace, you have to be careful that you're thankful. Because as I've talked over these last few weeks, it's, it's in this culture that we live, it is... Um, It's amazing how that people are thanking God for the job they got and praise God I got a job, but then six months later, it's the devil. You know, these people I'm working with and I've got to work this and I've got to work that and I've got these people and that and blah, blah, blah. And we're no longer thankful for what God gave us. Amen? So how can God trust you with promotion if he can't trust you with being thankful for what he got you now? What he's given me. Amen. You see, before we can, God can really, truly bless us. T.D. Jakes uh, preached the message, I think maybe even wrote a book many years ago, 20, 30 years ago. Can you stand to be blessed? the theme of that message or that book was was that that we have to be able to carry the blessing and so i don't know about the book how it was laid out but i thought in my own mind it's kind of like weightlifting now if you are a real strong man like myself y'all ain't even going to laugh tonight are you <laughs> then uh you know but whenever we start lifting weights, we've got we to start out a little smaller. Right, Brother John? And, and then we get to pumping weights and we're lifting weights and we're doing the weights. Then we can add more weight to it and we are able to be strong enough till we can, we can carry the weight or we can lift the weight. And if God just bloated us down with everything we asked for, number one, we would be a spiritual brat. We wouldn't, we would, you know, we would have throw temp temper tantrums if we didn't get our way or if God didn't do what we, th- we thought he ought to do and, and all of those things. If he always just gave us everything we asked for, I don't know about you, but for me, for one, I'm thankful God hasn't always given me what I asked for. Because later down the road, whenever I was, you know, maybe even upset or frustrated because I didn't get what I thought I wanted, I realized later, thank God, God didn't answer that prayer right there. Amen. And if he gives us the, the whole load and we won't be able to stand up underneath the load, we'll crumble spiritually. We won't fulfill the purpose. We won't be able to do what God wants us to do because we can't handle the pressure of the blessing. Amen. Amen. And so you've got to be able to, God gives it to us in increments. He gives it to us in measure. Whenever we are he is able to give us something, and then he tests us with what he gives us. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Amen. I've seen some wonderful people be destroyed by giving them a title. They can't handle a title. head deacon, you know, whatever it is, get let them get on a board or a committee, and their head gets so big, they're good folk, I mean, they're great people, that's how they got, you know, to, to, to the approval of people and, and all of that, but they get on a board or a committee, I'm talking about preachers now, and, and they go crazy, they can't handle it, it blows them up. Amen. I've seen it many times. And so God tests us with these things and and then he wants us to see if we're going to be grateful or we're going to be arrogant. Amen. There's nothing wrong with having a beautiful house as long as the house doesn't have you. There's nothing wrong with having a nice car. Amen. As long as that car doesn't have you. Amen. God wants us to be blessed, but can we have these things and still be thankful and not arrogant? Can we be grateful and have a heart of gratitude toward the one who has given us these things? (coughs) Something about the word of God, it works. God says, I won't give you more than you're able to bear, able to handle. He means what he says. He won't give you something that you're not ready for. Why? Because he doesn't want uh, to be that good thing that he gives you to become a, a, a destruction to you. Instead of blessing you, it crushes you. Think about it this way. If we are not able to handle the lightweight, then how, the heavyweight will crush us. If we're not able to be thankful for the little things, then how can we be prepared for the greater things of God? Amen. God doesn't test us with thanksgiving when we have everything we want. Thanksgiving is learning how to be thankful when all hell is against us. Because nearly anybody, if we have a right mind, can be thankful in the good times. But can you be thankful in the difficult times? Can you be thankful whenever the situations don't go your way? Can you be thankful whenever you have less than... You anticipated, but you still got more than when you first began. Amen. If we can't be thankful in the now, then how can we be thankful whenever the blessings of God load us down daily with his benefits? I don't want you to misunderstand me tonight. We should always be a little dissatisfied and I call it a holy discontent for the things of God. We need to always desire the more of God, amen? Amen. But we also need to look at where he has brought us from, where he has brought us to, and be thankful today for where we presently are. Be grateful for where we are right now, amen? Because perspective always makes a difference. Amen. Amen. How you perceive things, how you look at things either makes them little or makes them big. For instance, the, when Israel heard the thundering voice of a giant named Goliath, what did they all do? They shook with fear and they hid behind rocks. But David had a different perspective. He, he looked at him and he said, what's wrong? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that is coming against God's chosen people? And he looked at Goliath from a different perspective than what Israel did. And he saw Goliath in the light of the great God that had delivered him from the hand of the bear and the paw of the lion. He's seen the perspective from his view. He's seen that this was going to be another victory on his notch, of, on his belt of how he had already overcome the lion and the bear and now God was going to give him victory over this great man Goliath and his head was about to roll. As long as you're breathing, as long as I'm breathing, there is something to be thankful for. fortunately it seems like it in the united states of america right now people aren't being thankful for much of anything not being grateful for much of anything of course i'm preaching this message tonight on the brink of thanksgiving stirring our minds provoking us to think about some things in this month of of gratitude and of thanksgiving that that even no matter where we are or what we're dealing with in life right now that 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 if we sat down and thought about it for a few moments there's something that would come to mind that we could be thankful for instead of people being happy in the land of opportunity uh, Having a job, having a nice house, having a good car—we we seem to seems like that there's more people walking around depressed and stressed and despondent and unhappy than than there's ever been. Does anybody noticed that it's hard to get a smile? Even them greeters at Walmart don't have them. amen hello 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 but no smiles where's the days gone whenever people would greet you with a smile if you were in seeing somebody nearly in shouting distance you would say hello But not no more. We don't even want to talk to one another, want to text. Amen. We've got Jordan preparing for marriage, so we got him in the basement. do let him come up to eat. <laughs> and <clears throat> our bedroom's on the third floor and um, or the second floor, however you want to look at it. But <laughs> anyways, this story it just it's, it's like something gets on me whenever My children text me in my own house. I feel like going over to the closet and opening the door and getting that Superman outfit out and just soaring down there and finding them and say, Don't you know how to talk to your daddy? But isn't it true? We've lost the art of being thankful. We've lost the art of of just having communication with one another and just showing our gratitude of thanksgiving. While we may be going through a difficult place or one of the worst places of our life. We're not in a prison cell tonight. We're not in a hospital. We're here tonight. We still can lift our hands. We've still got a voice. Amen. We, 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 we seriously need to consider and count our blessings and thank God. Not just in this approaching month of Thanksgiving month, but, but make it a, a day of lifestyle, of being thankful. And throwing up God some thanks every day for what He has done. Amen. Amen. How do you get in to where God is? You got to go through the gate of thanksgiving. Amen. Enter his gate. It's a place that is reserved for the praiser. It is a place that is reserved for the worshiper. It is a place that is reserved. The 12 and 24 elders are around the throne 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year as we see it. There is no time in heaven, but as we see it, they are there 24-7 and crying, Holy, Holy, Holy. They have entered through the gate of thanksgiving. And there they're entertaining God himself with praise and with thanksgiving. If we want to get closer to God, the way to get closer to God is to sincerely give him thanks. <clears throat> give him thanks. Give him thanks for everything that he is and who he is and what he has already done. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> because he's brought all of us a long ways. Amen. And it's my desire for my life to give him praise. Amen. Amen. It's my desire to live for Jesus. It's my desire to live for Him. Oft times I've failed my Lord. And brought Him much shame. But it's my desire to live for Him. If you could see where he has brought me from to where I am today, then you would know the reason why I love him so you can Take this world and all its riches. I don't need earth's fame. It's my desire to live for Him. Hallelujah. It's my desire to make Him famous. How do I make a God famous? By being thankful to those around me. Amen? We can't make Him any bigger. We can't make Him any more famous and greater than He is. But we sure can to those around us. By being a testimony. To being a witness. By sharing. Amen? Praise God. So I thought tonight on tonight in lieu of our altar service, let our altar service be that of a testimony, all right, so if you have something to be thankful for, I want you to stand up and tell us about it real quick, okay, yes, Amen. Yes. Praise God. All right. Okay.